Arkansas. The game is in the books. Go home, dude. The crowd is headed home. Now your man JB has 90 minutes to react to everything that just happened. This is the People's Post Game Show. We have a responsibility to the people. What went down? What's up next? Highs and lows, calls and texts. Plus, game grades and sound from the head hog himself. If you bleed red, you're in the right place. It's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Hope you are well as you get into your vehicle and make your way home from this basketball game. If you were one of the near 19,000 in attendance at Bud Walton Arena, I hope you had yourself a fantastic afternoon into evening of hoops. I most definitely enjoyed the experience more than I thought I would. Exhibition basketball, call it that if you want. This was anything but that. And that's really where we start the conversation here tonight. On our post game here, people's post game flexible, right? You can do it for football and for basketball. And look, 17 years of doing these programs with y'all, we've gotten pretty comfortable hanging out and chatting for a bit about what we just saw in Arkansas Razorback Lane. We'll do it for an hour here as we go basketball style. We're not going to go 90 like we do for football, but as we promised you here last week, what you have going on is a bye week for football. So nothing here in Razorback land. And with a game this big, this important, this massive going on down the block at Bud Walton arena, I thought we'd be remiss if we didn't do a show. And so uh, I don't think anybody else doing a post game show for this one tonight. This one is on the house. This one is on us. We'll let team B media foot the bill. We'll let you inside the bunker studio that you can get a little sneak peek inside of here and look, see for yourself. And we're going to hang out. And talk some Razorback basketball for 60 minutes. Arkansas beats Purdue 81-75 to in overtime. And what a way to start the 2023-2024 Arkansas Razorback basketball season. Packed out. A lot of anticipation. I think Hawk fans found themselves in a spot here mentally where they had kind of had enough of the football losing the dreary doldrums get to you and eventually you're just like that's enough i'm over that today was a day when you had a chance to really feel like you were over it and um in the house at bud walton arena i'll just tell you the same thing i felt for a really long time about that place it's special it's a unique atmosphere and once you are a part of it in a, in a big-time game, I, I think you find very few other environments in sports, let alone college basketball, that frankly compare to what's going on at Bud Walton Arena. Big renovation project being rumored now more heavily than it has been in recent years. Will we actually see it be renovated? I don't know if, if that's going to be the case in the next year or two. I, I think we'll see something. Probably less seats, ultimately, and more boxes, I think, is the plan. That's the way of the future. When it comes to the economics and the bottom line, that's just the deal. But I do believe that that place could, you know, lose probably like it will two, three thousand seats up in the corners, especially up top, where you saw some empty patches there today. If you were at the game like I was, you saw the pockets of empty seats. You could lose some seats there and still have a very intimate, loud experience. But we'll talk more about the aesthetics of Bud Walton Arena on another show probably on the real NWAJB during the week. Right now, it's about the game that went down. Arkansas 81 and Purdue 75. 
The Hogs do it with an assortment of weapons. Traymon Mark, Khalif Battle, Trevon Brazil, L. Ellis, all scoring in double figures. You see this new-look Razorback team that does have some holdovers from last year, so there's a sense of continuity, more so maybe in the past, but it's not it's not the kind of continuity that's necessarily you know going to be on the floor a lot. Joe Pinion didn't play much in this game. He's going to have to fight for minutes. Debo Davis looked a little out of sorts. He's a very streaky player. I think we know that, but he's going to have to you know, find a way to fit. He is not the go-to guy in this team. He's going to be a glue guy as much as he's ever been. And so, you know, even Makai Mitchell, who, who did not start this basketball game, Hogs went small with Trevon Brazil and Chandler Lawson uh, getting the chance to start. Debo Davis got the start. You saw Traymon Mark and L. Ellis both get the start. And by the end of this game, I mean, it's a whirlwind. You're learning so many new faces and names for jerseys. It's, um, it's just the way it is now when it comes to the NIL and the way of college sports, let alone college basketball. It's just the way it is. But um, there's no question about it. You know, you've got a Razorback assortment of players here on this Razorback basketball team, an assortment of hogs who are very talented, versatile, long, defensively. They look like they can shoot. I think you're concerned a little bit about size, but then you see what they did against Zach Giddy in this game, limiting the big man to, what, 13 points, eight rebounds in his performance, and we'll get you some more stats and some must sound before we're done here tonight. Again, JB with you in studio, the People's Post Game Show, live after each and every Arkansas Razorback football game and basketball game on Saturdays. All year long. That's part of what we do. And uh, fantastic to have you on board here. Reminder that our extensive regular basketball postgame shows don't start until the first week of January with conference play. So while we uh, are getting a little novelty one-off here tonight, and maybe we'll do some novelty action at the end of the uh, month of November for that Duke game too, that'll that'll probably be the extent of the bonuses on the house. We're going to take some holiday time down between seasons. But we'll be back in January running it through the end of March and hopefully that first week in April with our people's postgame coverage for basketball season long. Back to the game itself. Purdue came in here as the number two or number three ranked team in the country, depending on where you looked. And, you know, this is a team that deserves it. I mean, they've got a lot of size and returning talent. Zach Eady is one of several big guys in the front court who are dynamic. He's obviously the most dynamic. He's the most unique at seven foot four. And I'll tell you what, sitting there a few rows away from the court today, this guy at seven foot four he is thick. He is muscular. He's not a skinny, scrawny Connor Vanover like seven foot three or four. This guy is, there's a reference for you. This guy is, you know, Ivan Drago. He, he is, he is Klitschko like. It looks like a prize fighter almost. And he's a heck of a player. Now, Arkansas thought did a phenomenal job defensively of working in defender after defender at him in this game. You did not make it easy sledding. For uh, Mr. Zach Eady at any point. Did I call him Tyus? I might have called him Tyus Edney. Uh, whatever I said. Zach Eady, uh, he's he's almost unstoppable with the basketball 15 feet and in. So what do you do? You have to make life hard for him. You have to push him around. You have to make it difficult. And I thought Eric Musselman and his coaching staff had a tremendous game plan for Arkansas in this one as they gave themselves an opportunity really from the jump to bottle him up to kind of paint him in on the interior. 
And uh, and they did. You know, you got big minutes out of Chandler Lawson. Trevon Brazil stepped in a couple times. There were a lot of double teams coming at him. The guards were swinging at Edie every time he took the basketball anywhere near his waist, which, which is exactly the way you're taught to do it. And uh, you saw Davenport, 24, get some minutes in there against him. Obviously, um, Mikel Mitchell, Makai Mitchell. We lost Mikel, right, uh, to another program. Where's Mikel right now? Who knows? Uh, Makai Mitchell got his work in, pounding Edie down low. So different styles defensively, at times finesse, at times way more of the kind of brute strength physicality you want to see. But some of my concerns about Arkansas's front court, some of my concerns about the lack of size, lack of experience size, when you look at this Arkansas Razorback basketball team, I feel like they were maybe not answered in the first game of the year. That's technically an exhibition at the end of October. But you feel more settled down about it. I think you feel more at ease. And we'll go from here. It's a starting point. Arkansas got a big win today, y'all. I don't care. It's exhibition. Look at me. Look how far I've evolved in my own thinking. Mr. Anti-Exhibition. You can call this one an exhibition. This was a real game. This was a real game. Credit to, obviously, Eric Musselman and the Razorback staff. But I'm going to say it. Credit to Matt Painter and Purdue for coming in here and being willing to play this basketball game. You know, you're the number two, or like I said, number three, whatever poll you're looking at, I think they're, what, third, whatever. We're calling third. So you're the number three ranked team. Your top five, your preseason pick to win the Big Ten. There's really not a ton for them to gain beyond, you know, finding out who they are. But I think Painter's in a spot now, coming off of that first-round loss to Fairleigh Dickinson last year, Purdue becoming just the second, not something you want to become, just the second number one seed ever to lose to a 16 seed in the first round. And they were so timid in that game. They looked worn out against the, uh, the small school from Teaneck, New Jersey. I'm not talking St. Peter's two years ago, the Cinderella either. This was fairly Dickinson and uh, they worked them. So I think Matt Painter is trying to push his team a little bit more early on and try to get a more of a mental gauge on where they're at right now. They needed to play a basketball game. And they come in here, I give them credit for playing it, and I give credit to both of these teams for going hard. Um, yeah, you had a little bit of fisticuffs towards the middle of the second half, some guys pushing hard a couple times. This is a physical game, y'all. Basketball players are going to get into it. Football players get into it all the time. We're like, whatever. You know, baseball players get a little uppity, and we're like, whatever. Basketball players do the exact same thing. And uh, there's way less protective material between them. So uh, when you're out there, you're going to see some of that. I thought for the most part, this was a clean basketball game. Neither team shot the ball particularly well, but defense prevailed on both ends of the floor and really lifted up the uh, competitive nature of this game. And then when Arkansas was up against it and it looked like Purdue was going to lean on them and pull this game out at the end with just enough from Edie, and certainly from uh, fr- from lawyer outside running around, he's a player, L-O-Y-E-R lawyer, but he is a uh, a heck of a player. And um, turning to the fans, talk, doing some smack talk, it's a little much here in an exhibition game, but he can play, tough to stop at the rack. And he put them in a spot, Purdue was up by three points. You know, you had 30 seconds left. And if that sequence doesn't work out for Arkansas the way it did, right? If the Hogs are not able to get a three there at a Tremont mark with 20 seconds left 
I'm probably on this postgame show with you right now talking about my confusion as to why they settled for a three with 30-plus seconds left, right? But they clearly ran a play out of that stoppage, which had, what, 38 seconds left? They clearly were running a play to get a three-pointer. So you go from 38, you're getting your set, now it's down to 30. They wait, they wait. They're looking for a three, clearly. And oftentimes when you do that, you end up taking a bad shot. I'm not going to say that was a great shot. I mean, he made the shot, which makes it a great shot. But before he makes it, Traymond Mark leaning in and has to shoot off balance because it's all he can find. And uh, under those circumstances, I guess you say at least it was clean. And it's nothing but net, and the game gets tied up with 22 seconds left. So Hogs get a good defensive stop moments later. Uh, Purdue losing it in the open court, getting it up the floor. Interesting stuff out of Musselman. He doesn't like to call the timeout there, catch him by surprise. It has worked out well for teams. You saw that in the NCAA tournament last year with some of that fantastic finish stuff between Florida Atlantic and San Diego State. Sometimes you just let him play it through, and you catch the team off guard. That actually worked out for them. L. Ellis, who's a little kind of ragtag out of control, ends up getting all the way to the bucket with a left hand. It doesn't drop down for him, but that was a really good look at the buzzer, point blank range. Then you go to overtime. Now you got to go figure a way to pull it out all over again. Um, and uh, you miss a couple free throws early, but you push out to a five point lead. Purdue gets a huge three with 30 seconds left to cut it to a two point game. But the Hogs make their free throws at the end. Mark redeems himself with a couple more free throws after that huge three late. He was one of the heroes of this game. Hogs had multiple heroes. You upset the number three team in the country in your first game of the year. So the bar has been set pretty high for Arkansas Razorback basketball the rest of the way. And they played one game. And unfortunately, they don't really play very interesting games for a few weeks now until they're playing Thanksgiving week in the in the Bahamas and then obviously the Duke game at Bud Walton in a month. But uh, we learned some stuff here today for sure. All right. Um, I'd say just warming it up, but we're not going an hour and a half like we do for football. It's basketball. One of my favorite things about the basketball postgame shows is going for an hour. And um, the game is shorter. Right, you're not talking about a, a three and a half, four hour game. You're talking about a two, two and a half hour game. Post game show should be a little shorter too. So that's what we're doing. And we're rocking and rolling. It's great to have you on board as you make your way out of the arena. Just about 20 minutes now after the game wrapped up. We got on the air as promised at 5.30. I love the ability to just jump in right here after the game. So instead of uh, you getting the drawn out post game and a lot of uh, you know, a lot of uh, of stuff that maybe isn't of the most relevance. We get to talk real here, and when we break and come back, I'm going to give you some stats. We're going to pick some standouts. Also, talk about some struggles. There were areas where Arkansas can get a lot better. Of course, it's the first game of the year. I recognize that, um, but we're going to do that standouts and struggles, and try to get some must sound for you too before we call it good. We'll go an hour. We're a little over 15 minutes in. It is the People's Post Game Show with your boy Josh Bertaccini doing it in studio and really appreciate your being here, my friends. A lot of options out there for you in media land. I don't know if anybody's doing a post-game show other than us tonight, but you got options. We're coming right back. 
When it's time to feast down with your crew, you gotta go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekends starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around. Right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. I'll tell you what, if you can will it into existence, if you can think it up, you can probably make it happen. Thank you so much for making this post-game show happen. Here on TB Media, live from the Bunko Studio, the People's Post Game Show, coming at you for an hour after every Arkansas Razorback football and basketball game on Saturdays all season long. We've been doing this in various forms for what the better part of 17 years now here in Arkansas. A couple of kind of sidebars away there in the middle, but mostly here and certainly in Fayetteville for 12 going on 13 years now. Today we got to see Arkansas beat Purdue 81 to 75. In overtime, if you were at this game, good for you. It was a very cool crowd. Things were different because the tickets were not part of the season ticket allotment, right? So I'm a season ticket holder for basketball. It's actually the only one of the three that I'm a season ticket holder for. I kind of hodgepodge it and pick a handful for football and basketball. But basketball season ticket holder for a long time now. And so I hold on to those tickets, right? And I wait, and then I get them, and then I'm always eager to go to the first game. And then usually there's an exhibition game or two 
and frequently they're included in that ticket package. Not these, not this year, not this Purdue game, which technically was a charity game, right? A different kind of game, an exhibition game that was not planned, supposedly, very far in advance. So the tickets were sold separately, and this is a revenue grab, right? I mean, you had the chance to go and get them for about $40 a piece if you were doing it online through the Razorback site. Um, student tickets, I think we're going for like 15 bucks. So whatever you were able to get them for, this wasn't terrible. And then the seats were obviously assigned willy-nilly. Um, so they were different. And people were sitting in different spots. Now, I saw some of the folks up on, uh, you know, Glamour Row, Walton and Tyson Row there, and J.B. Hunt Row, who were the usual characters, right? I was not sitting there. I didn't see any, you know, students sitting there. I didn't see uh, any of the, you know, the masses sitting there. But in most of the crowd, it was different people in locations where I've come to expect other faces be in that arena so much over the last two decades. Anyway, crowd was great. Very enthusiastic. I thought it was phenomenal to be able to get a feel for this team against such a big time program. And I think the optimism now has to be sky high. Arkansas is going to be ranked in the top 10 by the time you get to the next round of polling. And uh, you deservedly so. I mean, you beat the number three team in the country, a team that won 29 games last year and was the number one seed. And um, they obviously uh, brought it tonight, but Arkansas brought it just a little bit more. Let's get into some stats here as we continue, and then we can take a couple of calls. Eric Musselman sound. Before we are done, your boy Josh Bertaccini getting it done here and doing it on the People's Post Game Show. Really appreciate you fine folks hanging out with us. Here tonight. All right, we drift into some of these stats out of this game, and it's officially unofficial, right? When you get a uh, a game like this that goes down, you get something officially unofficial. But we have that from the U of A here, so I'm going to roll with the stats that I have in hand. Arkansas in this game rebounding gets uh, out rebounded, 42 to 28. So that was disconcerting. But you figured Zach Eady and he did, was going to have several sequences when he would basically be playing volleyball at the rim. And there were several sequences like that. 42-28, to Arkansas gets out-rebounded. Now, that's not terrible given how big Purdue is and how you found out earlier in the week and then officially right before the game that Jalen Graham was not only injured but would not play in this game. Eric Musselman saying that in the pregame radio. So, no Graham. Shortened up your rotation a little bit. But you still make it happen. You hang in there. Your leading rebounder in this game for Arkansas, Traymon Mark. How about that from the guard position? With six, Battle had five. Brazil had five. Edie with nine to lead Purdue. They got six out of Gillis and five out of Smith. Four out of Lawyer. All right, 42 to 28, Purdue wins on the glass. Assist to turnovers. Pretty ugly numbers for both teams. Arkansas had 13 assists. Against 15 turnovers. Purdue, even worse. 10 assists against 20 turnovers. Arkansas forced 20 turnovers in this basketball game. So defense, we talked earlier in the opening monologue, was strong both ways. Hogs pushing the tempo and really never let up with the defensive intensity as they made their way through this basketball game. Um, other stats as you do it. Again, turnovers, 15 for Arkansas, 20 for Purdue, let's do shooting. 8 of 27 from 3 for Purdue. 
8 of 23 from 3 for Arkansas, who got very hot from 3 in the second half. Hogs were, what, 2 of 11 from 3 in the first half, 6 of 12 from 3 in the second half. Brazil hit back-to-back threes early in the half. Battle hit back-to-back threes about halfway through the second half. And then Traymond Mark hits the money three with 20 seconds left to tie the game. That's the kind of you know shot you see in the NCAA tournament. It helps define a season. Who knows? Maybe that helps define this season early on as he gets himself going. But a big-time shot, unquestionably, out of, uh, out of Khalif Battle. There with the three ball. Hogs end up shooting for the game 30 of 59 from the floor. So 51% from the floor, 35% from three, and 13 to 17 from the free throw line. Struggles. Free throws could be a little bit better. Um, They made 13, missed four. You can up that percentage significantly. There's no question about that. Other stats. Purdue for the game. 38% from the floor, 29% from three, and 17 of 25 from the free throw line. They shot 68%. That's lousy. And they left a lot of points out there, including Edie, who missed a few himself. Zach Edie for the game. No, seven of eight. Let me not say that. Seven of eight. Uh, it was Kaufman Wren, who was one for four at the stripe. Lawyer, one for two. Jones, four for six. First missed one. Ed missed one. That's a lot of points you leave out there when you miss eight free throws. So, 17 out of 25 for Purdue from the line, 13 out of 17 for Arkansas. How about minutes played? Arkansas, again, started Brazil, Lawson as the forward front court. And then you had three guards, L. Ellis, Tremont Mark, and Debo Davis. Debo is almost like a three on this team. He's like the combo guard wing guy on this team. Khalif Battle was your first guy in off the bench, along with Makai Mitchell, who was next up. So that's seven Razorbacks really getting the primary bulk of the minutes in this basketball game. Jeremiah Davenport was the eighth guy. He was the only one of that crew who played less than 20 minutes. Uh, Mitchell played 20. Devo played 21. He had some foul trouble in the first half, too. But 20 minutes for Mitchell, 21 for Devo, 27 for L. Ellis as we keep going up here, 30 for Trevon Brazil, 31 for Khalif Battle, um, and then 33 for Chandler Lawson. How about that? 33 minutes, and the most minutes for Arkansas was yet to come here. Cremon Mark, 36 minutes. So Mark at 36, Lawson 33, Khalif Battle just under 32. It's an interesting rotation. Layden Blocker played eight minutes. He had a jumper that looked like a three. They, they counted as a two. I guess his foot was on the line. He was three for four. Used his three fouls. Very active defensively. I thought Blocker looked good. Uh, Pinion played six minutes. Missed his only three from the wing. After a ball fake, he was wide open. He did nothing else. No rebounds, nothing. So Hogs played in this game six uh, guys a, a ton of minutes. Eight guys really in the bulk and ten guys total. Ten guys played for Arkansas in this game. And seven of those 10 played 20 minutes or more. That's about right. That's must kind of pushing the rotation a little bit. We did not see Bay fall playing this basketball game. We did not see that. So, I mean, he, he's young. He's trying to figure it out. He's obviously still a little rough around the edges. I don't think you can expect him to deliver you a massive performance at a high level right away like that. I think he's obviously got a, you know, a ways to go here 
as we make our way through the season. But I do think there's a role for Bayfall on this team. I think there is. And if Jalen Graham's back issues, which last year he was dealing with the knee stuff, and now we're talking about back issues, if he's got back issues, that's going to be something that, you know, obviously sets him back and perhaps limits his ability to be in this rotation consistently. So I don't think we've heard the last of fall. It was good to see Blocker get some run. And we are off and running with Arkansas Razorback basketball beating Purdue in a game that counts but doesn't count. Like, what does that even mean? It counts but doesn't count. Okay. I mean, look, it's a win. So uh, you'll take it. You'll move on. You wish it counted uh, a little more significantly in the one-loss totals, but it counts in terms of people paying attention to the sport. Arkansas is a top-10 basketball team now. That's what they've established for themselves. Chuck, I appreciate the phone call out of you. Have yourself a great weekend, okay? Stay dry. It is wet. It is raining. And a good call out of Chuck from Greenland. Arkansas with an 81-75 to victory. And uh, when we come back after a timeout here, chance to get another quick call or two. We'll read some of your thoughts, standouts, and struggles. And away we go with a little Eric Musselman postgame sound as well. It's the People's Postgame Show. Let's hit a break. We'll come back in three minutes and get to a little bit more here as we hang out for an hour, kind of impromptu style, right? Getting it done, impromptu style. And I'll tell you what, when Arkansas wins a basketball game like that, you feel like it's well worth it. Fans feeling good, hopefully driving safely on the way home. That's what you want to see. JB with you from the Bunker Studio and coming right back. Stay tight. On the Square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal at an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the Square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. 
intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out, intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Pig Suey! Your boy is back, and so is football season. Fall is here. It's getting colder by the day. Halloween coming up around the corner. I hope you're being safe out there with the kiddos and the plans and you know, just planning on driving really, really slow here over the next few nights. Same with tonight. I know some people doing Halloween parties. Some people do Saturday Halloween. I know that. I'm more of an actual Halloween guy. I think most people are. Some people will do the the Saturday closest and kind of call that their uh, their Halloween deal. I think that's a little weird. I think that's odd. But some people will do that. Let's not get that wrong. Uh, our question of the night for you. So we work through some standouts and struggles. Struggles for Arkansas. Clearly turnovers. He had 15. Free throws, 13 to 17 is not great. And you'd like to see Joe Pinion, your sharpshooter, at the fringe of the rotation, I think more involved in this game. So, I mean, that's a few right there. Defensively, standouts. Arkansas collectively as a team played great. Chandler Lawson's not going to be a candidate for player of the game because he didn't do much offensively, right? But he played such great defense. What, 12 points? He probably should be a candidate for player of the game. Arkansas had a number of different guys in this basketball game. Chip in. You have to like the balance. I think it says a lot about the team and their ability to diversify their portfolio. If you don't know what Arkansas is bringing to the table, right? If you don't know what Arkansas is doing, um, then how can you, you know, defense it or whatever the case may be. But Eric Musselman doing some conversation. He's talking about his team, and we're going to jump in on that right here as we continue, as promised on the show. Here's Muss. Getting transition and transition game, and what were some things that they did well and maybe that y'all just didn't capitalize on? Well, they do a great job of sending two guys back. Smith and, and Lawyer are kind of non-offensive rebounders, so those guys – uh, tend to get back defensively, and then and then Smith, I think, is a really really good on ball pressure guy. So he'll get back and then come back and try to slow the ball down. Um, but there's, I mean, I don't have the stats in front of me. But there's probably not a lot of people that are going to score 81 points against Purdue. It's plain and simple. Um, happy with the pace we played in overtime. Um, you know, we talked about our conditioning, and that this is why we work so hard in the summer um, to you know, to be able to, to exert a lot of energy, um, in an overtime game. And I thought that we did that, um, probably the first half, Kevin's probably the half that, you know, we want our primary ball handers to, to not walk the ball up. Um, but we can get better at that for sure. And Mark's three here, maybe get to the basket and try to play a longer game. and the game. Yeah. I mean, I think if we would have, um, Simply just been trying to get to the cup and draw an FTA, which is a lot of times uh, my nature. Um, but for whatever reason, we, re- we we ran on the weak side to come off for a three. So I think when we talked about that, um, you know, I think, you know, T. Mark thought like, all right, coach is fine with us taking a three because the 
first option was a weak side three ball. Um, you know, much like a couple of years ago when we, you know, when Mason took a three against um, Georgia Tech. I mean, sometimes you just feel like, you know, there was enough time for sure, though, Kevin, to to try to get a quick two, get a stop or foul and then see what happens. So, um, but again, his ability to rise up is just, you know, it's unique. Uh, how close was Graham to being available for you today? Not close. Um, you know, um, then, uh, you know, just uh, on the side and um, no timetable for a return, hmm. um, you know, back spasms and uh, have no idea if he'll be ready for the first game or, or the fifth game. He's been pretty inactive, um, you know, so we'll just have to wait and see and and uh, continue to have our trainers and, and, and doctors try to get the, get the back to be a little bit uh, looser, more freedom of movement in the back. Just two teams that wanted to win. I mean, you don't have that effort. I, I think there was three guys in a pile. Um, and there's, they're like a really physical team, but a really uh, – a really cool team, meaning like there was nothing dirty the whole game. It was clean, hard-nosed basketball. You can tell they got high, high-quality guys. Like those guys were all in a heap and, and you know, like the professionalism of of the Purdue guys. Like nobody was talking to each – you know, it was like, hey, let's – Coach Painter came over. He was checking on Debo. I was trying to help up Zach Eade. I mean, it was just like what a what a incredible – performance by both teams for our crowd like who gets to watch that in october it just doesn't happen like that game was incredible for anybody that got to witness it it really was i mean it was just almost as good as any game i participated in it's an exhibition game zero thought of not letting him continue to have the ball in his hands there was no thought of hey let's hide him in the corner he's missed some free throws it was like i'm riding with him I trust his mental toughness. No different than JD. No, a couple of years he missed ten shots. I'm riding. So, like you have to, you have to have your team believe that you believe in them, even even during stretches of of uh, struggles. And obviously, he was he struggled from the line early. And um, you know, we still put it. Even I don't know, game was kind of in hand, and we still put it in his hands to get fouled. Twenty thousand people before Halloween. That's I don't know many places that can do that. I really don't. I mean, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, anticipation, and the good thing is anybody that was here got entertained. Woo, pig soup. There you go, Eric Musselman making it happen. Post game press conference sound awesome to be able to bring that to you here on the People's Post Game Show. So many tremendous folks who make this bad boy happen for us on the regular, of course, focusing. And on the football sponsors here throughout the season tonight, getting a little bonus coverage work. Arkansas gets the victory. Hogs find themselves now in a spot where they are going to be a top 10 basketball team, I would expect. I don't think Purdue is going to tumble too far, but I think Arkansas is going to climb up there and be probably the ninth or 10th ranked team in the country when all is said and done. Again, your leaders, we talked struggles for Arkansas was turnover city. Uh, everybody had turnovers in this game. Brazil had two, two for Lawson, three for Ellis, or two for Ellis, three for Debo, um, two for Battle, two for Mitchell. 
Got to be a little more careful with the basketball for sure against the pressure of a team like Purdue. And that's one of the better teams you're going to face defensively all year, no question. Um, and then obviously free throws, 13 out of 17. You'd like to be a little tighter there. I think just getting the bigs involved more. You saw things get a little perimeter-oriented for stretches, but once the bigs were out there more involved, they they mostly played very well. Tremont Mark, 15 points, 6 rebounds, leading the way for Arkansas in this game. Uh, how about L. Ellis? 12 points, 3 boards, and 3 assists. Let's go 15 points for Brazil with 5 rebounds and 3 steals. And then there's who else here on this list? Talif, uh, Khalif Battle, 12 points and 5 rebounds. So, Hard to pick a player of the game. Chandler Lawson played 33 minutes. He scored 10 points and had two rebounds. He's honorable mention, I think, in this game. And again, uh, six points for Blocker, five for Davenport, and four for Makai Mitchell. Joe Pinion played six minutes but did not score. 15 points for Zach Giddy, along with nine rebounds for the reigning player of the year. Arkansas did an outstanding job on him in this game. Just great team defense, no question throughout the game. Fletcher lawyer, 15 points, but Arkansas was very aware of him on the perimeter. Nice job chasing by Debo all night. Thought Arkansas's D was pretty much ready to go. Hogs are going to beat some teams by a lot of points here coming up. Alcorn State next week. You're playing Gardner-Webb. you got some very small schools here early who you should destroy before you go to the Bahamas, looking ahead, and then Duke at the end of November. Obviously, you have a game with Oklahoma coming up at the uh, the BOK. One more of those bad boys this year. And um, that'll be one of those when we'll do a, a post-game show too, maybe live there from the arena in Tulsa. But we're making it happen. It's the People's Post-Game Show. Heck, this was an impromptu edition, but we're getting it done here tonight. Our question of the night, I'd like you to kind of marinate on here this evening into tomorrow um, and get the votes in where you can. We'll leave it up for 24 hours there. Poll format certainly on the tweets who is the player of the game tonight big performances out of Trevon Brazil and Tremont Mark Khalif Battle played very well L Ellis did too who is your player of the game tonight we've got that on the board for you and so we'll leave that up and you can get some thoughts in there as we work it forward and uh, responses coming in here out of Twitter land and on Facebook how about uh, Maddie writing in says Man, great to see such a good night of basketball. Arkansas back, and it's going to be a nice thing after football. It's certainly a change of pace. Nate says the first seven minutes were not beautiful anything, but good to see a strong finish at the end. Clayton says without Jalen Graham, we're going to have some issues. Need to make sure we ensure that we get some more scoring out of this team moving forward. I think these are all good thoughts. Wes says, I agree with all your candidates for player of the game. Chandler Lawson may be in the mix too. Paul says, what about Mitchell? He played great defense against Didi. He did. Um, Mike says definitely Mark. I mean, he hits the three ball there. That wins the basketball game for you. There's no question about that. Christy says huge win. Let's have a fun season. Chris, finally the nightmare is over. Sam, this team is going to be so fun to watch. Quentin, basketball season is here, baby, isn't it? It feels like it is. And that's a special thing when basketball is back because, you know, it means – Holidays, it means fall, and it means, you know, not worrying about the stress of football season, which has gone on for quite a while here, hasn't it? It has been painful at times, unquestionably, but certainly looks like it's in a, uh, hopefully, a, um, a decent spot to finish up with a couple more wins. On that note, we're back with you on the People's Post Game Show next Saturday. 
We'll do it after Arkansas and Florida. Kicking that game is what, at 11 a.m.? 11 a.m. So we'll be on the air on the postgame show with you. The people's postgame in our wheelhouse. That'll be uh, our ninth football show of the year. And we'll do it, uh, what, 2.30? I'm thinking 2.30 to 4 o'clock. So 15 minutes after the game ends, as the radio folks go on and on, right, on the postgame with all those commercials, we're jumping right on. Podbean, it's awesome. Download the app, tell a friend. You catch this show and you catch our morning show and a lot of cool stuff coming your way too, uh, coming down the pipe here on Team Bean Media. So uh, it was great to be at that game here today. Uh, crowd was raucous into it. Uh, hopefully the Hog football team can find a way to get a win at Florida for the first time ever. They've never won in the Swamp. But we'll talk about it afterwards next uh, Saturday at 2.30. Then it's home Auburn, home FIU, and home Missouri on Black Friday. And that's a wrap for football unless they went out and make it to a bowl game. As far as basketball, we said we'll do a post game after Duke and then the Oklahoma game. And then we get a few weeks off for the holidays and we're back on Saturdays during conference play. Check out The Real NWAJB if you've not already in the mornings. I think you'll like what we're doing there. It's fun. We get into it. Um, It's a different kind of vibe, right? Uh, We talk a lot of Razorbacks, obviously, and a ton of SEC, but not quite as serious as the postgame shows are. Not quite as uh, structured on the content. You know what I'm saying? So we talk a lot of sports in the wide world beyond and some music and some uh, movies and pop culture too. But if you get a chance, 7 a.m. on the daily, on the real, great calls. Y'all ripped it up. On that note, I think it's time to call it good. We said we go an hour. We have gone an hour. Have we not? That's an hour flat. And not that we have to stay beholden to any kind of uh, old structure here or anything. But I think we've uh, we had a good conversation. Traymond Mark is getting 65% of the early voting. That three was so money he's he's kind of got to win the uh the player of the game boat doesn't he for the team b media crew live from the bunker studio baby where we get it done 7 a.m on the daily real nwa jb give it a listen i think you'll like it follow listen watch subscribe at the real nwa jb we're gonna be with you all basketball season long we have five plus months left to go in the basketball season which is right in our wheelhouse. Time to watch the basketball, eat some chili, and hang out with the fam while we stay warm and dry, hopefully. Y'all do the same. Be safe. See you on Monday at 7. Thanks for listening. Adios.